0: One time, right. I had this this tarot gig, right, where I was doing. Um, I used to work for this really great company, and they would lease us out, kind of like the entertainers, uh, to offer office parties. So we would, um, there would be like one or two, one to three hundred people in this like huge arena or an event or whatever, and there would be a fire eater and a tarot reader and like um, Madame Rose, who was one of the first tarot readers I met in St. Louis. This is where I met her. She's fantastic. She's um, still reading at the fortune teller bar, by the way. So if you get a chance to go get a reading from Madame Rose, you should be honored. Um, but anyway, so I met my friend Ellen there. Like, so it was great, but I did this one. I'm in St. Louis and we had a blues hockey team and I did this one event for them and I did not specify. <laughs> I was just like, yay, I get to do a reading for the blues. There's, that's awesome. And, uh, and I didn't really, I just said, yes, I'll be there. And so I showed up and I was right next to, it was like a fundraiser. So it was in the arena, all echoey, right? And they'd had part of the ice covered with like a dance floor or whatever. And there was like a silent auction, you know, some bougie ass like charity thing. It was awesome. And I, I they had well great we have a table and two chairs just like you asked for and I was like yay and it was sitting next to the biggest fucking speaker I've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> this thing was bigger than my goddamn corolla okay <laughs> so I'm sitting nice. right next to this fucking speaker at this thing and every once in a while they're like <laughs> hey and I'm in the middle of trying to fucking do a tarot reading And then like five minutes later, they're like, so all night I'm shouting myself, shut up. I'm shouting myself hoarse, trying to fucking do tarot readings for people. And I'm getting interrupted by a guy whose job it is to steal attention from other people's voices. And I, I regretted that (laughs) only because uh, I I never even considered asking. Hey, please don't put me next to giant ass speakers, because it my like my hearing was blown out for like a day and I couldn't speak for two. So yeah, it was great. So what this episode is about <laughs> is what to do and not to do on gigs because we're going to be airing this around Halloween, which is our witchy happy season. Yay. Happy Halloween! Ooh. 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 No, and then, um and uh, which is our favorite holiday because we always get to see each other on Halloween now because I planned the conference so we would get to spend every Halloween together. Ah, um, we'll, we'll just say that's side, why we did it. Side perk. Side that's perk. just why we did it. I'll just yes, say it now. very side Let's perk. It's like, we'll just make it up. It'll be um corrective history. And I think Jamie, it's Jamie's birthday, by the way. We're recording this like in August and it's our Jamie's birthday and she's got a birthday present. Do you want to open your present? Do you want to pause it? Yeah. I'm gonna Okay, we're gonna pause that. and open a present. Oh, I'm opening it. Yeah. Um, my friend em- a birthday yes. present on your
1: birthday. Oh my, yeah. em- my friend, Ember texted me, knock, knock, and I saw the uh, prime truck outside. I was like, well, something's here, but I'll get it later. And then she went knock knock. An owl delivered something outside your door. Ooh. Oh my God, that's the biggest dildo I've ever seen.
2: Now, no, <laughs> isn't it?
1: <laughs> uh, uh. We're talking about events and self care and oh, yeah. yeah. We just got setting
0: yourself reg- up physically. Yeah. Right. So, yes. what we thought we'd do is I would, of course, start with a ma'am, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am. We're would trying to actually record dildos? an episode here. Could you like. <laughs> we're trying we're working here ma'am please put the dildo away jesus christ the interruptions we get listen i know so
2: (laughs) every other podcast has to
0: put up with this shit right that's her own fault
2: this time around usually usually it's us distracting ourselves and her having to take us to task now Uh, she is the distraction She's Uh lying
0: off the edge she's like (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
1: she's unhinged (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay. All right. What are we talking about? Oh, oh. It's so, what we're going to do this episode is each of us is going to tell you a horror story, much like the one I opened with. And we're, then we're going to tell you something that we learned to do at gigs. Okay. Mm-hmm. um What I will tell you is first of all, overall, raise your prices during Halloween. Do it from the beginning of or the end of September until the middle of November raise your prices. And if you do a lot of holiday parties, your bar mitzvahs, your Kwanzaas, your, you know, I know bar mitzvah is not a holiday. Shut up. Um, your Christmases it's, it's not a holiday. It's a personal holiday, but I, I meant to say Hanukkah and my brain picked the wrong word anyway. But, um, if, so you could even do it throughout the new year season because I do use, when I did private parties, I had a lot of bookings near new year's Eve. So um raise your prices, even if it's just $25 an hour from mid-September until uh, mid-January, because Ooh, that is how it's such a good idea. Booking I never season. Even Everybody that. Has yeah, no kidding during that season. And so that is my very first overall tip is that if you're doing gigs, like gig economy asks you to like hustle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um yeah, hustle. It's great. It's great. Um, so that was my first thing. But who wants to go first? Who wants to tell about a nightmare?
2: Well, you nightmare. already told your nightmare to you know uh, bring us into the episode. Uh, Jamie, I have so do you many.
1: have one <laughs> the top of your head? I well, I've got well, not really like a nightmarish event, but I will say this: me being single sided deafness in one ear makes things like hearing or yeah, that speaker thing sounds you know somewhat familiar. They didn't. Um, one, one event I tried to work at there, um, they had two places for us as, um, I was working with a friend on this one was right in between the speakers and I'm like, no, that's not going to work because they were going to have a DJ and the other place was like opposite of the speaker. So I, I chose that, but it was kind of out of the pathway, so to speak. And it mm-hmm. was like the lesser of the two evils, it's like, well, we're either gonna want 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 you know, and yell <laughs> and you know raise our thumbs or up or down if people get it, or we're just you know not gonna get enough traffic, yeah, so you know stuff like that does matter. um I will say this, make sure you have backup because the the worst kind of experience yep. I had was through um Halloween season where. I worked at a big haunted house here in Portland. That's like so had, cool. They had three big ones set up house. And Yeah, it was it was so much fun. Oh God, I I'm such a horrible person because every time the kids got scared, I'd giggle if I didn't have ah, a reader. You know, you are a bad person. That's, it, it,
0: was, it was although it was, I did take my kids to the roller rink and laugh every time kids wiped out. Is that <laughs> the same level of bad? I think so because they, it looks they looked so funny. I couldn't help it. Yeah. Okay. But, um, okay, we're so, the same level yeah. of evil,
1: that's all. That's so so I would, you know, work there and, um, you know, I was there almost every night for the two weeks stint that it was open up until Halloween. I actually had to work on that Halloween, but I noticed the day or two before I was coming down with something. Oh no. It, and it wasn't just losing my voice. I do have tips for that, a lot of good tips, but um, I had to work that night. And I had to use I brought chloroseptic just to try and prop up and keep my voice like sounding sane. I was down for like the next week, week and a half after that though, because I, you know, again you try
0: so hard to honor it. You try so hard to honor your commitment to your clients. And it's sometimes you just like I had one time where I was driving on the highway and my stomach said, Hey, why don't you go to that gas station right fucking now? And then my stomach was like, Hey, we live here now. And so oh, no. I had to call the client and be like, my body is trying to turn itself inside out and I'm so sorry. And they were so angry. Um, and I think maybe a little bit too angry, but I like, literally, it was 40 minutes before the before the party and I found out, but there's no such thing as emergency tarot reading. So like mm-hmm. maybe settle the fuck down a little bit on entertainment at a party. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But anyway, but she was super upset and I felt so guilty about it until my friend was like, you couldn't even drive. How are you going to give somebody a reading if you can't even literally can't drive? And I was like,
1: oh, Oh, yeah, that's a good point.
0: This isn't my Mm -hmm. fault. Maybe I'm not the reason for all things bad happening in the world. Yeah.
1: (gasps) But in that case, you know, you need backup or at least, you know, that taught me how to use backup where, you know, call in a local friend. Hey, are you doing anything the next day? Because I was booked for that next day, but I literally, you know, for a, um, it was supposed to be a bridal party at that point. I'm like, nope, I can't. I'm not going from you know uh, haunted house party to being sick to a bridal party. I was like, nope, I'm not going to get it. I don't want to get anybody Mm -mm. sick, and I couldn't talk anyway, so I was like texting friends, going trash yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's you know it is a brutal thing out there. How about you, Hillary? What have you encountered?
2: um well i mean you while you were speaking um i also learned that lesson but i learned it a little bit differently um and the lesson that i learned here's my horror story first um so i did
0: (laughs) we should call this episode horror stories and make it all spooky okay boo
2: um so i went to i accepted um a private party um event booking and i went into it um not knowing how many people i was going to be reading for and um i was sequestered up in a bedroom area and i don't even remember what hour into the event I was working but I looked up and the line was just out the door down the stairs winding around um with no end in sight um and that is when I realized so that was horrifying and um I finally had to like look ahead and be like I I only have this much left in the tank for maybe two or three more readings or five more readings so like you know, tell the, the person fifth in line that they're going to be the last one. And, you know, I will, I'll issue like coupons for the rest of the people, you know, or do do something for them because I felt bad. Now don't do that anymore. Why? Eek. Because that's giving, that's giving away, you know, way more than I'm, than I'm capable of giving. Um, and my workaround now is to ask for a headcount from the host or hostess prior to the event because they know how many people are going to be showing up to the party and they also know their group of friends if it's a private event they'll know, you know, which of their friends are going to be first in line for the psychic and which of their friends are going to be giving me the cross sign and staying as far away from me as possible. So they're going to have an idea of a head count of how many people will want a reading yep. um, and what the time frame is so that I can go ahead and do that math accordingly and be like, okay, I've got five minutes a person. If it's going to be 25 people that want a reading mm-hmm. um, or I can work out if the host wants a reading um, <clears throat> and then give them a little bit more time and give everybody else a little less time yep. um, in order to compensate. So getting a head count um, before the event. So
0: good. That is a good one. Is, how did, like, how so did your helpful. evening end or did it? Are you still reading for those people? Like what's going on? <laughs> Are they lined um, up outside of your apartment right now?
2: In my head. All the time. No. Uh, yeah. I just, I finally had to, um, had to say to the host, you know, like I'm, I'm done, like we're, you know, yeah. the time frame is up and you know, I'm very sorry. Here's, here's a coupon for email readings for, for a couple of the people that I didn't get a chance to read for. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, I think I did that, um, at a That's couple of events. That's such a great idea.
0: Wait, mm-hmm. say that again. You, you had coupons for the people that you weren't able to get to. That is so clever. I did that at a party before because I was like, I can, it's, it's just me. They didn't want to pay for extra staff. So it was just me. And they had like 60 people. And I said, I can read for 20 in two hours. And all I have to give you is two hours. And then they kept at the end of it trying to buy me for more time. And I'm like, bro, I literally can't. And but that's not a guys,
2: negotiation that you want to have at no, the end not. of the events yeah. when when they're trying to ask you to stay longer, stay longer. I, like I honestly,
0: I stayed longer yeah. one time when I was in my in my early 30s because I just had Zoe. I just had my kid and diapers are mm-hmm. fucking expensive. And I stayed for six extra hours and I made about nine hundred dollars and it was fucking worth it. It was absolutely worth it because I made almost a grand just by hanging out and giving ratings to people one after the other. And they kept tipping and kept tipping. So that nice. one time, you know, like sometimes if you need to make a buck, sometimes you got to double down. Now mm-hmm. I'm old and I have a hot condition that I don't want to because um, I get sleepy. Um, so now I obviously wouldn't. But what I will do is like um, I have an event for an organization coming up. I went immediately to Sarah Kate at the fortune teller barn. I said I need four tarot readers.
2: Mm-hmm. choose mm-hmm.
0: them mm-hmm. right yes
2: yeah and I've I've done that before um when I've uh, been contacted for a private party where they want um a longer length of time and they basically are just like oh we want each 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 person is going to want a half an hour reading and I'm just like okay that's I'm cute. definitely I'm just like that's that's it's no and that I was that. just like I was just like okay you know and I want Harry pe-
0: Styles to consider me <laughs> But 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 that's not going to happen either. But
2: here's the thing, though: um, be a savvy client um, Mm -hmm. and express your needs to the reader and see what they can do or what accommodations they can make. In that case, Mm -hmm. um, it was six. I think it was six people that each wanted half an hour readings. They all were going to be in the same space in the same time. This is Mm -hmm. long before COVID, folks. Um, And they were just. And so I was just like, "Yeah, I can't. I can't do six readings. Six half-hour readings back to." back to back to back that's I I just know what I can't do I'm not going to be able to do that and I was just like however let me go ahead and contact my friend who is also a reader nice see if she's available on that day (laughs) and that way we can we can split up the work and then we can I can do three she can do three and that way you're you're all happy. And that's exactly what happened. And so we they, we split up the work accordingly and it was almost like meant to be. The clients yep. that went to her table got the reading that they needed. The clients that yep. came to my table yep. got the reading that they needed. It was Me and perfect. Potter
0: have that same experience. Like Potter and I, we because I choose them to read with me a lot um, in um, like when, when someone hires me and I just need someone else, need backup, I often choose Potter because we always hand each other um, we hand each other the the clients that we need. You know, like I'll be busy with one person, then Potter will open up and it, it just it just kind of works out. We make a really good team at events. Yeah. Um and that's and one no of the one's reasons did, that and they're no teaching one's at Kitchen Table Gathering, which is coming up in just a week, uh, November seventh. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: Um, But, but that's, that's the beautiful, that's the beautiful (laughs) part about it though, you know, and there's no, there's like no meanness or no lacking. Like, it's not like, oh, I wanted her, but I got you and vice versa. It's just like that. That's never happened to me, really.
1: Likewise. um, Some of the other stuff, like for me, because of my deafness, I will usually, instead of sitting across from a sitter or a client, I will have them sit kitty corner. So I tend to, yeah. So I tend to lean in a lot, which makes my hips and shoulders ache. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you got to manage being able to stretch. I'm so glad
0: we got to your hips and shoulders.
1: Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. woohoo! And, but yeah, you got to manage like every now and then I'll just stand up and take a break. Or, um, I liked how you said it, Hillary, that, you know, express your needs to the client. Sometimes I'll have like their, the sitters, especially if it's a corporate party. A lot of them are really nice. And they'll get you water or they'll offer, mm-hmm. you know, to, to bring the stuff when, you know, you've got so many people, you know, that you have to read and you might not be able to get water as much as you want to, because I, right. It's that weird line that you have to, you know, do where do I, you know, do Murder I get up solidarity. and take the five minutes? Yeah. Here's
0: my tip. This is what I suggest. Go to the bartender, give them a $20 bill, Say, my name is Melissa. I'm here to do tarot readings for the night. I'm going to be sitting right over there. If you get a break, come over. I'll give you a reading real fast. You can cut in line. I need Cokes, but I can only have two of them or else I'll get so cracked out. I'll see the actual curvature of the earth from where I'm sitting. So can you, can I have Coke? And then if you notice my Coke is gone, could I please have water for the rest of the night? Only if you're doing laps. If you're not doing laps, I'll just walk up and just give me a water. And then you give them a $20 bill. You shake their hand. Fucking workers of the world unite. And you have got that bartender on your side for the rest of the night. If you need snacks, they can pull snacks for you from because the, they always know the caterers. Like, make friends with the workers at the event spaces because they're doing they're hustling just like you are.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, exactly. Word. Do you either one of you do, do like a um a um a gig or event kit? Like, I will bring in throat lozenges. Yes, or I talk about a go bag. Yes. God, you're yeah, so smart.
0: yeah. Let's talk about what we have keeping our go bag. So I have, um, I had like the bartenders, uh, not the bartenders, the, um, the readers from the fortune teller bar covered a gig for me for the very first time when we started working together and I was super nervous, but I was like, okay, this is going to be super awesome for them. So I got them all a pack of gum, a pack of mints, some Neutrogena face wipes to like get the schmutz off of you. Um, some hand sanitizer, um, some sage spray, um, and like a rock and I, (laughs) and tissues to have on the table. So that that's what's in my tarot reader go bag. How about and, you and a, and a deck. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, sh- duh. Thank you. A tarot or, or deck, or two really. or three. Is that necessary? A tarot need deck
2: it? or two or three? Um, yeah, I'll I don't usually... even need
0: a tarot deck. I just need the threes. <laughs> Inside joke. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll stop talking. <laughs>
2: um, well, yeah, I um a variety of tarot decks. I'll usually um I'll usually take three um just to be on the safe side. Um and then one of them will be my workhorse deck. And because um even if I give a choice to um partygoers, they they always seem to go with like
1: Did you freeze? Did Hillary freeze? I think Hillary froze.
2: I, I just literally have never gotten it, but it said you're internet connection is unstable. I have I'm sitting right next to it. Um. (laughs) Um, Can you guys hear me now? Yes. Oh, that's so frustrating. Um, So I I think it was just because I was talking about energy. Hopefully I don't uh, (laughs) get hit again from it. Um, But I'll, I'll use three decks. So I'll bring three decks. um, But one of them ends up becoming my workhorse deck anyway, because clients just energetically keep on picking it. They sense it, they sense the energy around it, and then they'll just be like, oh, for some reason, I'm really attracted to this one. And it's just like, yeah, that's because everyone's picking it tonight. I don't know. <laughs> so don't ta- don't talk about energy, Hillary. Otherwise, the internet connection will go down again. Yeah, um, stop it, so, witch. Stop it. Um uh, any kind of spray, like you were saying, um, because, you know, sometimes you can't burn a candle. Sometimes you yep. can't um, oh, burn incense. Mm. Um, I mean, I would love to, and sometimes it does add to the ambiance. Sometimes especially. I would love
0: to, and just fucking hold it across the table at the person I, on I the bring, other side and just go, Ooh,
1: you just, I, I use battery need operated. Oh, you know, I'll bring a battery operated candle. That's true too. I mean, it's,
2: it's, it's I, I like the uh, aesthetic and the scent and everything, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's not possible, especially with mm-hmm. with different event places. Sometimes there are, are fire codes that you can't. Yeah. Like I'm I'm remembering so strongly um, the crystal crystal ball scrying class that. Um, that was happening at Reader Studio. Yeah, um, that got almost sidelined because they were just like, "Yeah, fire code says we can't have open flames in here. That's not good." And we needed the candlelight to help. Yep.
0: You can use your phones though. Yeah. Like, like if you're you reading for reading mm-hmm. through crystal ball, you can use uh find a candle flame video or something on your phone and hold it up. That's opposite. what we did. Or I, That's, for me, I, I flipped it over
1: and used my the flashlight
0: on the Exactly. We yeah. figured it.
1: We're just gonna be doing that
0: all night now. Sorry that's the noise that I make now.
2: Um, But, but also that's another thing, like check your Mm -hmm. lighting, like what's the lighting going to be like at the event and Mm -hmm. make sure that you bring something like a little like lantern battery operated, something to be able to, to look at the cards and have your clients look at the cards too. Cause I'm always pointing to my cards and saying like, see this right here. Mm -hmm. This is what we were talking about before. And this, and this symbol is like, jumping out at me, that kind of thing. So I'll be usually keep a, a lighting implement of some kind in my bag. Love um, it. timer as well. Mm-hmm. I have, yeah. an, oh, I have God, a meditation. These are so great. I have a meditation timer. Um, that's very fancy and everything. Um, it, and it dings nicely. It has a nice soft chime, but honestly, like most, most phones have timers on them mm-hmm. too. So, but I've you got know, like some of the track,
1: sand timers. But, you know, I got a five minute or 15 minute sand timer. Yeah, that that's use, nice too. That. Um, Aww,
2: so yeah, so timer, nice. business card, mm-hmm. business yep. card, business holder. cards. Um, oh gosh, um, any kind of swiping like for credit cards, if that's yep. what you take. Um, yeah, um, crystals for definite, um, especially if you don't know whether you're you're reading outdoors, it's a tent, it's this, there might be a gust of wind, like those Oh my stones. God, a gust of
0: wind brings so many tiny little rocks so that you can mm-hmm. use them as fucking paperweights, exactly. okay? Yep. Even inside, if there's an AC or a fan set up, mm-hmm. your cards will hit the, like, mm-hmm. I had this one pagan picnic, you guys, where the wind hit and I am telling you, half of my deck took off down a sidewalk full of people stomping. I swear to God, they were stomping <laughs> and aiming for my cards. And I got all of them back. I don't even know how, but one of them had a nice juicy footprint on it. Um, so that was fun. But la- it, like bring little little cart little stones and crystals. Mm-hmm. You can you can purchase these at the Hermit's Lamp in, Toro- in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Um, they have an
2: online store as well. Yeah, they
0: have an online store it and their worldwide. Is fantastic. Um where were we? Bags. Don't um, know. Yeah. Bins, <laughs> chloroseptic
2: spray, clove, clove spray, actually. Throat, clove, throat spray. Yeah. Um that that works very well too. I'm I'm trying to think of my my go
0: bag. Hey, um, can a mace or a knife if you're going to a place you don't know and you don't feel safe, make sure you have a weapon and make sure that you're always safe when you're carrying your gig bag because we're gonna be sure. leaving events after everyone else. Yep. I um I use a I,
1: I have this really cold kind of old-timey medicine bag that I use for my kit thing because it kind mm-hmm. of brings in that old fortune telling kind of vibe and I've got in that I'll put my table dressings, the crystals, throat lozenges, I the battery um operated candles Hand sanitizer tissues. I use throat lozenges. Um, if you're able to bring your water bottle or like Liz said, talk to the bartender about getting you enough or have the people sitting with you help you get enough water because you are gonna go through it a yep. lot. Cause that is, you know, how you protect your voice. Uh the payment readers, the timers, yes, bring your business cards because they some people are gonna wanna see you again. This is or some I,
0: people want to hire you for another party. This is yep. how you build your business. Everyone like I was talking to V today on a podcast, in, uh, or not a podcast, but Instagram Live. And she was, and I said, you know, for some reason, every motherfucker out there asking me when it's okay to go professional. And I'm like, I don't know. You're grown, figure it out. Like, I don't know. But what I can tell you is that if you build your business from the ground up in this way, working at gigs, sharing your business card, making connections, it's not going to disappear. Yeah. And
2: word it's of not- mouth. These these kinds of events, word of mouth is the strongest business card you're ever going to have. I mean, like, mm-hmm. um, you don't necessarily. I mean, Teresa's going to kill me if I say this, but I'm going to say it. You don't necessarily have to have a website. You don't necessarily have to have a blog or be posting a newsletter. Um, but word of mouth. Word of mouth is going to be the thing that starts you, and that's going to be the thing that continues your business.
1: Mm-hmm. One of the other things I do, like even after the readings, when I get home, it's you know, like you eat something, you yes. you know, oh my you God. and shower. So eating and showering for me are two top priorities. Let's
0: do the next episode. Let's do a whole episode about aftercare. I think that's a really Sounds important good thing. Ellen talked about it um, in her class last year, so maybe I can ask Ellen if we could borrow her notes. But she did this really great presentation at the kitchen table gathering last year. Um, Kitchen table gathering mm. conference that I'm hosting in St. Louis. Um, and uh, <laughs> anyway, but she did this really great thing about how to take care of yourself afterwards, and I think we could probably de- dedicate a whole half an hour to that because it's so important to take good care of yourself. Yes and how can you do more readings? Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, like, and and the th- the things that I will do for myself as aftercare are the same things that I suggest my client does too. Whether it's a five-minute reading, 15-minute reading, half-hour reading, hour reading, I'm just like, okay, so I'm going to give you a list of things that you wanna do right now, um, or things that you wait on for a day to percolate and everything. It's like get a good night's sleep, eat something, drink a big glass or you know, bottle of water, you know, making sure that you're hydrated, making sure that you're well fed, well, well taken care of, well rested. All of the things that I do. I suggest for my clients to do as well, because, you know, the act of giving a reading and also the act of receiving a reading can be energetically depleting. And I don't think a lot of people recognize that. They don't realize it until, you know, maybe a half an hour after the reading and they're just like, holy shit, something happened.
1: Especially (laughs) when you're like doing this for the first time, because if you're in that big auditorium or a big area where you have a corporate event or something, you've got like 300 to 600 people going, oh, look, they brought in a tarot reader and you're stuck for three to five hours. You know, you're going to feel overwhelmed. This is going to be scary. Everything's going to be triggering all your senses. And then when you're done, you're going to, you're going to be like, what hit me? You know, what was the, the, the truck or the um, train that just came by? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really important. I mean, these are things that even though the three of us have been doing for you know or learning and rediscovering for many years it's it's good practice to get started you know up and coming as you're working on your own go bag or your own do I even want to do in person gigs
2: or do I do I do I want to do parties even like you don't have to you don't have to do parties in order to be legitimate um you know you can be one-on-one with people and just decide parties are not your thing that's Mm -hmm. fine too again, we're not, we're not forcing you. There is no one, one right way to be a professional tarot
1: reader. One right way. The
0: new book by (laughs) Hilary, Melissa, and Jamie. This is how we teach. There is one way. There's only one way. That is ours. If you don't do it right, (laughs) fuck you, fake witch. non tarot reader, amateur. Hashtag fag. (laughs) Hashtag suck it listen, we want you guys to listen to this because we want you to think about what works best for you. We want you to listen to us because we have experience and because Mm -hmm. we really just like talking to each other. We're going to do this podcast, whether you listen or not, if I'm honest, but we want you to listen to us because we, you know, we've made a lot of mistakes in our careers and we don't want you to repeat them. And we're also all three of us still learning and we're still students. So the feedback that we get from you helps us in our careers and it helps us be better readers and People and shit. I don't fucking know. It got all inspirational accidentally. Listen.
2: And better podcasts.
0: yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah Better yeah, podcasters. Yeah. We are <laughs> yeah, the that, best. That, We're the best around. <laughs> anyway, anyway DMC, great. So it are we closing that? Are we gonna yeah? I think just
2: awareness, you know, like be mm-hmm. aware of what you're doing when you're doing it, like when you're physically in that space. Um, and and you know, take take some notes if you're able to and be like, okay, I feel like really drained right now. What was it that happened at this event that made me feel this way? And maybe it's just a matter of timing. Like, oh, I can't do five hours for an event. Maybe I can only do three. Maybe I can do four. And experimenting to see what timeframes work for you or whether yeah parties work
0: for you at all and that's gonna change and allow it to change like my mm-hmm. bougie ass like I show up for the first three hours and I'm like deuces and then I leave <laughs> and it's it's partially because of my health and art and partially because I've I fucking I've done gigs for fucking 26 years I'm tired. I don't want to work all day in the sun anymore. I'm 46. Come on. So it, what it does is it gives me an opportunity to hang out and do some readings and have fun. But it also opens the door for younger readers who can sit out in the goddamn sun all day and think it's just super fun to live on meat pies and and drink soda like a bunch of crazed animals. That's fine. But I'm too you old for that shit. You
1: had a really interesting... Uh Younger life, if all you were eating were meat
0: pies and other stuff, yeah. pagan picnic which- is no joke, man. Yeah. I was sitting outside for what 12 to 14 hours during the day in the sun, and all this like the empanada guy is across from me, and the meat, the 12 inches of meat on a stick guy, <laughs> yeah, I said it, is down wow. the way. So, literally, all I would eat were empanadas and meat sticks. <laughs> And, and then I would go out every night for sushi with kitten, with my best friend, and we would get hammered. And then I would go to sleep at like four in the morning and then wake up at nine and read all the next day without a break in the sun while eating empanadas and meat sticks. And then I would get drunk and eat sushi again. And I gave really good readings back then. So imagine how pure my shit is today. That's all I'm saying. I'm exhausted
2: just hearing that. And I only just turned 40, so, you know. Oh my God. Then we usually
0: hit the bars after (laughs) boo (laughs) it, (laughs) boo it.
2: Stop making that sound. Okay, that's enough. (laughs) That's it. The end of the episode is here. Kendra, go ahead and yeah, go ahead and interlace that sound at the end. Okay.
0: (laughs) Uh, Bye. See you all next time. (laughs)